listening to the LIF Podcast with Pat. All right, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome back to the LIF Podcast with Pat. I'm your host, Patrick Richard. Uh, today, we got a special guest, man, one of my former teammates, uh, dude I got real close with, man, especially in that one year we played together. It's like, it felt like we knew each other before we met each other, <laughs> which is crazy. But uh, good dude, man, a killer on the court. And um, he here to share, you know, his story with y'all, man. I'd like you to welcome uh, Sean Long to the, to the show, man. What's up, bro? What's up, P, man? Thank you for having me, big dog. <laughs> man, you know it, man. Um, I appreciate you coming through, man. Um, how you been coping, man, through like COVID and stuff? I mean, I know, you know, the season been over for a while and you had to come, you know, to the crib and... How you been coping with COVID, man? I knew it's crazy. Yeah, man, I'm out here in Houston, man. It's crazy, you know. The funniest thing for me is going in the stores. You know, everyone has a mask on and stuff. Sometimes you forget, you know, everyone looking at you like you a damn zombie. So, uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the weirdest thing for me right now, dog. But uh, I've been coping well, though. You know, just trying to stay in the gym as much as possible. It's been kind of hard getting on the court, you know, with the gym mm-hmm. being closed. But uh, lately, I've been able to uh, do that. So, everything's right. working out. Man, that's good, man. That's good. Um, for the For the people that don't know you, and uh, the viewers and the listeners and stuff, just give them a little, I guess a little quick little background of like where you from. You know, I know you from the boot, but like where you from and you know, your upbringing a little bit. Uh, man, born and raised in Market City, Louisiana, small town dog. Uh, you know, you know, deal with some of the hardships like any other family, you know, coming up. You know how it is down there, man. Mm-hmm. So, my guy, you know, through and through. Uh, just, you know, just always grew up, you know, just trying to do the right things. You know, you, you find yourself in certain situations here and there, just like any other kid. You know, we all go through it, but uh, here I am. And yeah, I'm just a simple guy, dog. You've been around me. <laughs> you, know, you know, I like things to be simple, you know? you know? Yeah, nah, hey, bro. Hey, you know, <laughs> I wish life was just so simple, bro, because, you know, like, yeah. it would be much easier, man, than, than the way, you know, they make it and stuff. But um, I know you went to you went to Morgan City, you know, high school, man, and you was you was turning up over there, man. So um, Talk a little bit about, you know, your high school career a little bit, man. I know, you know, you had some great numbers, but how was y'all, y'all had some good teams? And... Yeah, actually, man, I started playing late, bro. I didn't really get to play till my junior year. I uh, tried out my freshman year. You know, I didn't make it. I was, I was big. You know, coming up, that's one thing about me. I was always a fat kid, bro, and I just couldn't make it physically, bro. I <laughs> yeah. Make it. I came back the next year, you know, coach stayed with me. You know, that's one thing about my coach. You know, I love him to this, to this day, man. You know, he stuck with me. You know, I didn't have a father coming up. My father died when I was young, so, you know, during that point in my life, you know, he was kind of like a father figure for me. So, you know, he looked out for me, stuck with me. I came back my sophomore year and made the team, you know. And then, uh, unfortunately, you know, I got hurt, so I didn't get to play. And uh, came back junior year, started, and uh, I was better than I thought. You know, I was better than a lot of people thought. You know, I couldn't really even dunk. You know, I could get up there, but I couldn't finish it. But uh, I was just raw, bro. I was just real raw. Mm-hmm. Just playing street ball is all I really knew. So when I, when I got uh, into organized ball my junior year, you know, I think that's when my love for the game really t- took to took it to another level, you know. Yeah, man. Uh... It's a blessing to have somebody, you know what I'm saying, because your dad passed when you were so young, to have somebody, like, at that school, in that community, brother, like, really, you know, try to, I guess, be a father figure to so many. I know, like, not even just you, man. It's probably a lot of dudes that he probably was yeah, like yeah. that, too, you know, to to just help, you know, guide along the way, man. Because in them small towns, I mean, for me, same thing for me. I'm from Karen Crow, bro. It's the same, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times, you know. Exactly, bro. I know exactly where you're coming from. Um, So, you know, you... You pretty much was was dominating, man, and then you uh you end up signing to go to the Mississippi State. But how did that yeah. um like with your recruitment, man? Talk a little bit about that, like um why you chose there, 
And uh, if you could have gone somewhere else, maybe, you know, at the time, like you might've thought maybe something else or, or what, you know, how, how they went. Man, it was crazy. Like I told you, I didn't start playing to my junior year. So I didn't really have a sense of like really how good I was. You know what I mean? I hear people talking, you know what I mean? But I didn't think I was going to go to college and play basketball. It never crossed my mind until like maybe the end of my senior year when I was like, this, you know, this is really a reality. You know, I could go play ball somewhere. So to be honest, I just picked the biggest school, you know? <laughs> I was, you know I'm, I'm saying, I'm being honest. You know, I come from a small town. You know, I've never been anywhere, bro. I'm like, I'm picking the biggest school because that's my best chance to get out of here and stay out of there, you know? You know, knowing now, you know, that's not necessarily the case, but. I didn't know that at the time. Yeah, yeah, and then, cool, you know, you, cool, cool. Cool yeah, I know, I know you went and you know what I'm saying, you, you ended up leaving pretty quick though, like, um, and you ended up basically coming back home, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, how, how did that happen? Uh, you know, like, you don't have to go into detail, but like, you know, how did that happen you know, with coming back to the career? I felt like looking back on, you know, I, I felt like I was just too young to be that far away from home, you know, not having that kind of experience. Man, I, haven't, I hadn't been away from home as much as I need to to take on that, you know, and I think it was a big culture shock for me. And uh, I didn't think I dealt with it the best at the the best time, but, you know, I learned from it, grew, came back home, became the best player, you know, I could be. You know, I'm in a great spot today, so, you know. Yeah, it was a, shoot, a blessing, man. I mean, you making that decision turned into something, you know what I'm saying, you probably didn't even know it could even be. So, uh, you, you you leave there, you come, you know, to Louisiana Lafayette, and um, you play for uh, Coach uh, Bob Marlin, and I mean, sure, y'all were successful, man. Um, I know your junior year, y'all y'all was real successful, but you actually came in, man, and as a freshman, you was you was killing from off the get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so how did that? You know, you went to Mississippi State, you didn't even get to play, so you had to sit out a little bit, and then uh, mm -hmm. you was finally uh, got a chance to taste, you know, college basketball. You know, how, how was that at the beginning of of your career? It was actually rough at first because I got there a semester early, so I couldn't play. I had to sit out, and uh, we wasn't sure if, you know, could I redshirt at Mississippi State. So we weren't sure if I would be eligible. But, uh, you know, we uh, did a hardship thing, you know, because uh, my sister was sick. That's when she first had really started getting sick. And uh, I had a son on the way. I found out about that. So, they, you know, they let me get eligible. So it worked out. Man, that's good, man. So um, you you end up, you know, like I said, you came right away. You know, it, it was rough at first, but then it's like you caught on and, and and you get that name. I don't know if they gave you that name then, but you missed the double-double now for sure. But you've been... Oh, you, I've been doing this. You've been Mr. Double-double, man. So um, talk about, you know, that, that, that junior year, man, with um, special season, man. Y'all end up making it to the tourney. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You played, you played with a great point guard that ended up, you know, going lottery and stuff, man. I, how was that experience? How was that vibe? I mean, y'all—it seemed like y'all team was so close, and y'all ended up going to the tourney, man, for the first time. You know, UL hadn't went in a little bit. You end up going. P, like you know, you know, you've been around me, like man. Looking back on it, like being around y'all, like when we was in New Zealand, like I really like talking about that stuff. I'm still like you know absorbing it. You know, at the time, man, we kids, bro. We just doing what we love to do, hoop, man. You know what I'm saying? Trying to win. You know, I'm not thinking like Alfred, you know, I'm thinking this is my, this is my roommate, you know, we eat noodles together. I'm not thinking like this NBA player, you know, I'm not even thinking that far into it, you know. So, yeah, man, it was cool, bro. It was just a cool experience looking back on it, man. We accomplished a lot. You know, I mean, I, mean, I met a lot of great people that year, and uh, I grew a lot that year, too. So. Definitely, bro. Uh, that's one thing I, I ain't get a chance to do, bro. So, I'm a little jealous, like, I ain't get to get to the tourney. I missed out on it, like, two years, bro. But, I mean, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? But. Well, it's like our national championship. <laughs> bro, like, you know, like, winning the conference, when, especially in the mid-major, man, like, and I was watching y'all, like, bro, I'm like, I felt, you know, because UL, like, that's my city. Yeah. Like, even though I didn't go there, I still always rooted for y'all when I left from the East. And, like, bro, I'm like, I felt like I won when y'all was winning, boy. I saw y'all cut the yeah. nest down. I was happy, man, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 
But um, so you know, after that year, you know, you had all that success. Alfred ended up leaving. You know, like I said, he, he ended up going, you know, to the league and stuff. Like the next year, you dominated. Mm-hmm. But do you feel like, in your opinion, right now, should you have maybe tried to leave, or do you uh, do you, not regret? But are you do you think you know like maybe if I'd have left my junior year, I might have. Might have had a better chance of getting drafted, or maybe the next year. You know, I mean, what you feel about that situation? Um, I think looking back on it, I probably regret. You know, not leaving after my sophomore year. You know, you know, a lot of guys had that story. You know, I should have left yesterday. Left there. You know, you should have could. You know, that's how I look at it. You know, I did what I did. I stayed, and I'm happy about it. You know, I accomplished a lot in my career. career, man. You know, a lot. I put up a lot of numbers. You know, a lot of records that people probably won't touch for a while, and I'm proud of that. You know, some people take different paths. You know, and that's how I look at it now. You know. At times, you know, you wish you would have did things differently, but you know, mm-hmm. just being a man, learning, you know, it's like you know, you live with what you got. Nah, definitely, because I mean, shoot, like you said, you you put up the numbers. You averaged like seventeen and twelve for a career, and I think he was like the first player in school history to get like two thousand points and a thousand boards. Like, man, that's hey, bro, that's big, dog. Because like, for people that don't know the history of like you, yeah, Lafayette, bro, they had some players came through there. I know. So like. <laughs> I'm not, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, so. Olimar, Andrew Tony, Bro. Like, you can go down the list, man. That's some great play. Yeah, Brad, right? Shout out Brad Boy, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. So, like I said, man, you, you pretty much dominate. You won player of the year, your, your, uh, your last year there. And um, then you go, you know, of course, you're eligible for the draft and stuff. So, um, talk a little bit about that. You know, you went undrafted, but talk a little bit about that. I know you probably had a bunch of workouts and stuff, but, like, did you feel like, you know, you 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 was um you got the chance to get drafted or you just kind of wasn't really tripping, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like my family, you know, they, they thought I had a chance, you know, so we did the whole draft party thing. But in the back of my mind, I was just focused on, you know, just the next step, just taking it, you know, one step at a time. So I wasn't really focused on getting drafted. You know, I, by that time, I had, I had an understanding that being drafted didn't mean everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that was the most fortunate thing for me, just having that mindset going into that. So when I didn't get drafted, you know, it wasn't a letdown. And besides, you know, during the draft, I kind of had an idea that I was going to get signed by Philly anyway. So it was like, it, was, it worked out. So. And then you went you went to Philly and, uh, shoot, you, I know you was you was killing in the D, it's the G League now, but you was killing, you know, in the D League like crazy. And then and then you finally get your opportunity, you know what I'm saying, like with, with the team, like a real chance. And you took it and you, <laughs> you made the most of it, man. So uh, talk a little bit about that, like your first NBA game, but like where you really got a chance, but like talk about that, though. <laughs> Bro, it happened so fast, I didn't get to, like, really absorb it, man. We had just came off a game. Uh, we came from Erie, Pennsylvania, uh, and uh, they pulled up and told me to come to the gym. I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to work out with the team, just help out, be an extra body, you know, because we do that from time to time. I get in there, I work out or whatever. They call me to the office, sign the paper, like, you know, <laughs> not telling me, like, until I sit down what the paper is, you know. So I'm like, oh, you know, it's crazy. And my agent called me. And I'm like, they already told me, like, you know, but he, like, yeah, he was excited for me and stuff like that. So, man, it was cool, bro. It was cool. Kind of overwhelming, but the same night, I did not expect to play. You know, I did yeah, not Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it threw you out there. like. <laughs> but I was ready, though, because like I said, we had just came off a game I had killed. So I was ready. I was ready, bro. I dunked on John, uh, John's that game and everything. See, people, people yeah. sleep. <laughs> I bring that one up. I'm going to let that go. I caught him, though. I caught him. Probably. Hey, hey, you caught – hey, and also, bro, like, the funny thing, man, like, somebody had posted it that day long ago, whatever, you dunked on, on Cleveland, and you, like, I know you. That's yeah. how you, that's you. We could be down, we could be up 100, down 20, up 20. You're going to be you all the time. So, like, you did that, and Kyrie, Kyrie kind of clapped back at you. Like, yeah. talk about that, bro. 
it's funny looking back on it, but like I said, you know me at the heat of the moment, I'm like, we in battle. I don't care, we down 30, 20, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. That's how I am, bro. But it was fun, man. It's funny looking back on it, laughing, seeing everybody laugh at it. I can laugh at it. I always had that experience under my belt, so yeah. Bro, I know, man. Like, you know, not everybody blessed to even, you know, get in them situations, man. So, like, you took full advantage of it. And then, um, like, you know, what happened after that, man? Because, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I, I thought you took advantage of it. And to me, you should still be in the league. That's just my opinion. And I'm not just saying that because we boys and stuff, but that's just from the outside looking in. So what you think kind of happened, you know, after that and what, you know, what, what transpired after that? I think they were pretty honest with me. Uh, Brian, I think it was Brian Colangelo at the time. You know, he was pretty honest with me. It's a numbers thing, you know. Came down to, you know, I mean, I wasn't making that much money with him. I mean, they're not going to keep me and cut a million dollar guy, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, down to, and uh, they figured they could get some value out of trading me to Houston. So that's what they did. You know, it's a business at the end of the day. And that's another thing I'm learning still, you know, year by year, it's a business. And I think the more, that's why I would say for young guys, the more you could grasp that idea, you know, early coming into it, the better off you'll be. It's a business. Definitely, man. That's why, like, you know, like, to even young guys, like you said, man, like, if you have an agent, you know, like, because some agents, it's big agencies, bro. So right. you might not even deal with certain agents directly. You might not talk to them for months. But it, for me, like, I haven't played in the league, but it, it's good to have a kind of a relationship with your agent. So keep it at 100 with me, man. Just tell me the business. Teach me early, man, so I can know. Like, if I'm going in, I, I'm, I'm with behind the ears. I don't know. You've been around for years and years, man. Like, you should be trying to kind of coach me and teach me, like, what, what's going on so I can know for myself and then try to, you know, help the young boys coming up because we don't know, man. Like, we, we just want to hoop, basically. You know what I'm saying? We don't know there's another side to it. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know how your agent is. Uh, I'm pretty sure you got a good agent. You're smart, mm -hmm. you know? My agent's the same way. I've only seen him one time in person, but our relationship is good because, you know, at the end of the day, he wants me to make the most money I can make because that's going to get him paid. Exactly. Going back to that being business. You know what I'm saying? So you need an agent with that mindset, whether he like you or not. You know what I'm saying? He goes, he goes do whatever he got to do to make sure you your best, making the best money you can so he can get paid too. And I respect that. You know, if you, yeah. you know, my agent up front, he trying to make money. Yeah, you know? exactly. You know what I mean? Anytime you run around agents that, that give you the run around and sell you the dream, that's what you need to look out for. So. Yeah. No, I agree, man. I agree, yeah. man. So, yeah, hey, you, been, yeah, I've been around a little bit, dog, so I already know, bro. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? You said they, they traded you to Houston mostly, you know, for a numbers game, you know what I'm saying? So so what happened in Houston? It just it just didn't work or it just what? Yeah, it just didn't work out. You know, it just wasn't a situation for me. You know, they were great, though, man. It was a great environment, great working environment. You know, uh, got to work out with John Lucas. And, you know, I'm familiar with him, so that was fun. You know, he's a good dude, you know, funny guy. But, uh, yeah, it just was, wasn't a situation for me. But uh, actually, they helped me, you know, get get to China and stuff. Because uh, Zochi, Chinese player that I drafted. I ended up going to his Chinese team, so okay. they looked out. I mean, it was a great organization. They looked out for me, you know I mean? It was a good business with them, so. Yeah, man, hey, you you, you transitioned into what I was about to go to because, you know, you, you start venturing off to overseas, you know, and uh, your first stint was in China. And uh, a lot of guys know about Europe. They hear the stories. Mm -hmm. A lot of guys, you know, and now they're starting to hear more about Australia and stuff because they, it's getting a lot of pub, you know. But China mm – -hmm. China is like, it's not under the radar because a lot of NBA guys go there, you know, for the bag. Yeah. But how is the basketball really there? Like, how is it? Like, it's just, you got to get to it. <laughs> yeah, you got to get there. It's all about time. It's kind of like the NBA, you know, obviously it's not the NBA, but as far as timing and right situation, that's what's got to happen for you to get there. But once you get there, you got to play like the best you can. You know what I mean? It's very a thin line with them. Like, if you have two or three bad games, you're going home. 
Yeah. You know? <laughs> For me, I was in a situation where all I had to do was rebound and block shots, so it worked out for my time. Like, most situations, you could just, you know, you could see guys and they feel that pressure on them. Like, you could see some guys when they play, if they turn the ball over too many times, they looking like, man, like, you know, I might be gone. They already know what time it is, yeah. yeah. They- <laughs> and they got some guys that come out that just gunning. That's, that's probably your best bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I, I, you know, I hear, like, a bunch of stories like, hey, man, dude might go to average 20. They like, shoot, that ain't good enough. You got average 30. Uh, I average, like, 25 and, like, 12. That's not good enough. Yeah. <laughs> Pump that up. I'm trying to pass the ball, you know, play team ball. No. Yeah. You go, go. Oh, man. That's crazy, bro. They love you, man. They're good people, man. They're real good people. And they, they work hard at everything they do, bro. A thousand percent they go hard. So that's why I like them. Mm. Man, and then, you know, you you had that little stint there. And then, shoot, whenever we actually first met was whenever, you know what I'm saying, you came to New Zealand in your first year in Australia and you came play, you know, with us. Or I'm saying with us, we played together. You came a little bit later. But um, talk a little bit about not even just the experience in New Zealand, but just in Australia in general, because, you know, you just finished in Melbourne. Um, and you was dominating both years completely to me because, like, People try to judge people. They always got something to say. You know what I'm saying? That's just how it is. But you always you always had the numbers and you always produce. But they always had something to say. So, like, you know, if you got, you know, a little opinion about some stuff, man, like, or just talk about your time there, man, because you dominated both seasons to me. Man, you was there in New Zealand. You know, I thought New Zealand was love as far as the people, you know, in the atmosphere there. I thought it was love. I thought us as a team and, you know, almost their country didn't get the respect that we, we deserved out of that league, you know? The Australian League. I get it's Australian League, but, you know, I felt like they should have let that team feel more welcome, you know, especially with their winning tradition they had in that league. So that's my only little tidbit on that. But as far as, like, when I got to Melbourne, Melbourne was cool, man. You know, Dean gave me, like, the red light to be me. And it almost, like, shocked me because, you know, where I was coming from, the problems the year before, you know what I mean? It almost shocked me. I'll rip you, like, just go at him. Like, yeah. yeah. I did that. So it was great, man, but. It was great, but I had to move on. Yeah. It's a different, you gotta be a different dude to put up with the stuff you know over there. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. A lot of good people, but you know, a lot of of different kind of people too. Yeah, definitely. And and that league is taking a turn. Like they're doing a bunch of different things right now too. Like with taking one import away and all type of different stuff with salary stuff and all that, man. So, I mean, they probably, the league probably still gonna be good, but no, hey, you gotta do what you gotta do for the family. So that's, that's really what it's all about. So, um, now, nah, man, like, you know, what, what's, what's the state you in now, man? What you, what you got going now? I know, you know, you're home, but what, what you got going? You know, I'm just out here in Houston training, back and forth in Louisiana, you know, seeing the fam. Uh, just trying to trying to stay healthy, uh, sign the career. I leave uh, the end of August. If everything goes right, you know what I mean? Gotta say the same, it should be okay. I head, I head out there at the end of August and uh, take it from there, bro. Man, that's, that's what it is, bro. Back at it, man. We got A. You you boot up. You you know what time it is, man. <laughs> you know what time it is, man. So like, hey, I wish you the best when you go there too, man. And uh, hey, all I can say is just be yourself, dog. Like you know what it is, bro. Just be yourself and dominate. That's that's pretty much all it is. Um, that's that's pretty much all it is, bro. Hold on, let's see. So um, I'm I'm gonna go into something, man. Just a little a little question right here. We can finish off with this just to have fun with it. So, um, your top five players right now in the league, what you think? From five being you going the least, no, nah, it could just be it could it could just be five, just your top five, man. What you got? You know, one, <laughs> two KD, three AD, 
or Greek Freak. And five, I'm going with James. James. But if, I mean, it depends on what we're talking, though. We were talking about overall, that's my list. But if you want to just go for the assassin list, James, number one. <laughs> James, number one, Pete. James is, hey, that's fantastic, bro. That's a real do, do you remember, bro? I don't know if you remember, dog. We was we was in Adelaide when we played together, and we watched the game before we was about to play Adelaide. <laughs> I had to kiss a goodbye, bro. Yeah, that was wrong. That was wrong, dog. Bro, but wrong. but we was what and James is like, like he ain't just like one of my favorite players and stuff, but like just watching him play, he was he killed like Golden State or somebody crazy. He was really dissecting it, like, bro, this dude was crazy. Like, bro. Boop, boop, watch, oh, he gonna step back, bang, bang, like <laughs> nothing about it, bro, nothing. You know what's about to happen, man, bro. We went to that game, bro. I don't think no. Are oh, you good? <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't think nobody would have would have beat us in that game, bro, because we was like locked in like crazy, though. It was it was we fun, got though. Fed up that game, bro. In the game, we got fed up. We we were crazy. Remember Illawarra in uh, Hamilton? Oh my God, dunking yeah. on everybody. <laughs> we were so fed up before that game, bro. When you and Monty got on the court, I mean, we looked at each other. Okay, let's get to it. That was that was one of the funnest games, bro. Bro, you had like you had like ten dunks, dog. I'm telling you. And then bro. I dunked, and then I dunked on on the big fella like you already know, bro. <laughs> bro, we was going crazy that game. Man. And they still ain't put no respect on it. That's man, exactly, bro. I guess you know, hey, you know, situation is situation, bro. I'm like, yeah. I'm, over, I'm over it. Like it is what it is. Bro, ain't no love lost. I mean, I'm still cool with them over there and everything too. Like it's it's no problem, man. I always holler at Matt whenever I can. Cool. Yeah, for sure, man. He good people, man. And even KB, bro. I still, you know, I keep in touch with him still. Like, we still, you know what I'm saying? We cool, bro. It's all good. There ain't nothing. You know, he had to play the game how I go too. Exactly, bro. Exactly. But um, hey man, I I really appreciate you coming through, dog, and coming on the show, man, and uh letting everybody know, you know, your story and your journey and everything. I appreciate you, dog, man. I needed something to do anyway, man. <laughs> I'm about to get back on this one with my old lady. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey. So, so hey, at the end of the show, I always got this little saying. I just be like, let it fly, baby. And then that's, that's, that's how we rock out. So give, give me a let it fly, dog. Let it fly, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Appreciate you, man. All right, man. You're listening to the LIF Podcast with Pat. Pat. Pat.